Good morning, <laughs> and welcome to Mornings with a Stranger, episode 104. I'm pretty sure this is episode 104. I am recovering from bronchitis. I dang well better be recovering because I am so done with this. And uh, I'm sitting here with my morning tea this morning in efforts to heal myself. I'll get better faster. I'm going through and finding all of the herbal teas that I have access to in my house and uh, drinking them. So this morning it's Podiarco tea instead of my typical green tea. So fun topic for today. So I read this magazine called The Week sometimes because I like that it it kind of synopsizes. I I enjoy more in-depth articles, but I like that it synopsizes a lot of things and then tries to give multiple perspectives on them and, and just a lot of interesting information and a lot of variety of information. And one article is actually from like earlier this year in March, I think it was. And it was, it spoke to me. It was a snippet from, I don't remember where the article was actually from because they pull articles from other places, but it was by the author who wrote the book Cringeworthy, a theory in awkwardness. Elizabeth Dahl, Melissa Dahl, Melissa Dahl. It's Melissa Dahl. Okay. Uh, anyway, she basically, the article that I read talks about the awkwardness of the frustration that you have when you are, well, when an embarrassing moment comes to your brain that is in the past, something embarrassing, something humiliating. And she talked about how many times that happens to her and how frustrating that is. Just that you relive this moment. And the whole point of part of the story is this article was talking about the fact that these things come up randomly for us and what she's discovered over time is the the fact that they come up when you're sort of alone a lot of times or doing something kind of mundane that your brain isn't engaged in something massively important and you or your self-grooming was what she diaried all of her for like nine months or something like that and then diaried had other people do the same and discovered these were very commonalities and then talked about the fact that, you know, these things would come up and, and people would talk about the fact that these things would come up and, and they would like yell or they would, you know, when this would happen, they would have a very visceral reaction or yell at themselves in the mirror. And listening to this and I, I'm thinking how, how much this resonates with me because I will occasionally have just random things come up that feel so cruel sometimes that don't necessarily come from anywhere and it's like they just like attack you and and remind you of the stupidest thing either something embarrassing that you did or said or and sometimes of course those really embarrassing things are they're embarrassing to us right and probably the other person's forgot and that's not always the case sometimes when you do to bring things up to people they totally remember but many times it's probably not the case and uh, thank god so because we you know the whole point of the article or one of the points of the article was how we attach things to emotions and these things keep popping up embarrassment humiliation things that a memory that's attached to the emotion intense emotion and and this is true for positive things too like the the example they give is you know if you won the lottery you would probably remember how that feels for a long time although I, I swear some of those memories fade faster than other ones or they don't they don't seem to get randomly brought to us I mean maybe for some people I don't know but they don't get to they don't pop up in our heads as much as sometimes those humiliating things seem to so we need to rewire our brains so that the positive stuff comes forward and we can feel happy but it seems like sometimes it's more of a conscientious effort to have those happy things pop up my theory not hers and so anyway she she talked to people with 
H-S-A-M, Highly Sensitive Autobiographic Memory, where they remember everything. So they remember, you know, all of the, like what they said, what they, Sheldon Cooper, I believe, is is one of these people who can remember what they said, when they said it, how, you know, all the details. And they, the two people that she talked about interviewing, they don't really, they have a hard time pulling up embarrassing memories because everything is kind of all more, I guess, emotionally equal is kind of the way I understood it. I don't fully understand why. Um, but that's kind of what, that's what I got out of it. I should probably reread it. But that everything is is just sort of, sort of there's there's less emotion attached to some of those big things. So they would say, you know, she she said she, when she before she'd interviewed, she'd ask them, think of an embarrassing moment, and they really had a hard time, like coming up with something. They really couldn't do it. So, anyway, the point of me talking about this is because I think it's fascinating and interesting and annoying, quite frankly. Very skilled at at having these things pop up and then having to reason myself out of them and just feeling stupid. You know, like the whole world can see my stupidness even when I'm alone. But the thing that that they bring up are a couple things. They said, think of people who don't get embarrassed about things. And I'm thinking of people that I know who really don't get embarrassed about things. And and I believe that they, I can see that they fall into these categories. They're either people who are kind of jerks or they're people who are just really gentle and accepting of themselves. So not necessarily a, a bad thing. Like they've managed to figure out how to do this and not be overly embarrassed or at least not attach stuff to it or whatever. And they said, you know, really remember that you're not alone that everybody makes mistakes and everybody does stupid things and uh, and that kind of thing, which of course is what we're all well all told to do. Um, doesn't always make it easier. And situationally, again, it sometimes it's you want to deal with the person that it happened to or around or whatever. Sometimes you know just because you want to clear the air and you never know if you should because you don't want to you don't want to bring up that embarrassing moment in case that they have forgotten about it and you. Like, you don't want to bring it up, but you also want to, because if you can clear the air, then you will hopefully, you'll feel awkward for a little bit, but can then let it go. Hopefully. Or more so anyway. Hopefully. Again, always hopefully. But the, the thing that they said that I thought was interesting and different was they said, if these things pop up for you in the moment of thinking about that embarrassing moment to help it, it not carry so much weight, think about the more of the details of it and get your mind going on... Um, what you were wearing, who else was around, what the room looked like, what did it smell like, like focus on all the other, a lot of the other details, anything else that you can pull from it to sort of, I guess the point of it is that it helps you start focusing on other things and sort of take away from the intensity of the emotion of the situation. So anyway, tip for the day. I thought that was interesting. I haven't tried it yet, Uh, (laughs) but it's, yeah. It's an interesting concept, and I don't know, I'm, I'm assuming many other people have that experience too. I, well, I know that they do, because people that I talk to talk about that thinking back and freaking um, them sort of self out and feeling all of that emotional experience over and over again. So there's your tip for the day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you are well and go through uh, fall without any colds and flus and bronchitis-y bits they're no fun. I've never had bronchitis before in my life and I really am fine with it never entering my world again. So wash your hands a lot and uh, I guess don't touch door handles. I was talking to somebody who thinks they should probably wear a surgical glove on one hand and then just 
go through their way into work in the morning with that surgical glove on and then they can just remove it when they get there. Definitely get rid of some germy situations. Plus the glove will help you to remember not to touch your face, your eyes, whatever, all those places that we can get the illness entered into our being. Thank you so very much for listening. Check out the website morningswithastranger.com and if you feel called uh, support the podcast by sharing uh, with friends who might be interested of course and uh, there's on the website there is a lovely place for you to become a patron with Patreon and give a little little micro payment to support the podcast we would be over the moon and appreciative of that thank you so very much also of course if you're an Amazon shopper you can go to the website and click on the various items there. And of course you don't have to buy any of those items, but whatever you do purchase in that trip goes to support the podcast. And that of course is of no cost to you and we greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you very much. Check us out, of course, on iTunes, leave a kind review and uh, send your complaints directly to me. Have a wonderful day. Take good care. Oh, and I forgot to mention that if you go on YouTube and you look up Mornings with a Stranger, that you will find some of the episodes of the podcast on YouTube. They're not super live action-y, but there are some fun pictures to go along with some of them. So if you are somebody who likes to listen slash watch things on YouTube, or I know there are some people out there who don't really do podcasts, but they do YouTube. So um, you can share them with those folks as well. All right. Um, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon.